Oh, hey there, friends. What is going on? Welcome to another episode of the Broto Podcast. So before we get into today's episode, it is a fun one. We talk a lot about the creative world, uh, being new parents, the educational system. It's just a lot of nuggets in here I think you guys will really get a kick out of. And of course, I'll leave all the details of the guest, David, his description, his social media handles, all that. Before uh, we do uh, launch into uh, the episode today, I did actually ask on threads, which if you don't follow me on threads, it's my same handle uh, at the Barardo. But I did ask, what podcast questions do you have? And I'm going to give a shout out to Good Next DAVD. How do you qualify guests whom you invite to your pod? Personally, for a while, when I first started my show, it was only friends, coworkers, people I knew and hung out with all the time that I know I can have a really good conversation with. I think as my podcast grew, I became more and more comfortable talking to strangers, which that's all my podcast is now is I usually just send out uh, either a DM or in this case, I sent something out on threads, in which case I got about 10 inquiries, people wanting to come on the show. And to the day, I mean, a lot of the guests that I talk to, I'm actually really good friends with. I've never met them in person, but I started talking with them, you know, in the DM and then eventually it led to text and video chatting. And uh, again, a, a lot of my good friends came from this podcast. So if you do have a podcast or you thought about it, I would say first start with friends just to get comfortable talking with people. Next, I would just throw something out there. So personally, I've created a Calendly, which is public, and you can you know create this for free as well, where you would just create a calendar and um, you could send an invite or you know uh, you can create a Google number if you want, depending on how you do your podcast. Me, I use Ecamm Live, so everything is done uh, via link uh, where people could join kind of like a Zoom. And then I just send that link out on my Calendly. So when, when someone books a time on my calendar, it literally sends them a link, they join, and boom. When they join, I'm recording, and that's the podcast. It's just that simple. So this is just for me as a podcaster and a creator. I'm always looking for ways to just connect with people. And whether I you know, know you or don't, I'm just not afraid to talk to people anymore. And I think that's the beauty of, of podcasting. So hopefully that answers your question. But if you guys have more questions like this, uh, head to Threads. Uh, let's keep the conversation going there. But without further ado, enjoy today's episode. It's cool having a device in your hand and creating something from it. I, I think we get we get so used to iPhones that it's like, even that, that's such an incredible tool that we don't realize how incredible it is. We just get bored with it. Yeah, you know? it's so true. And you know, I think because we use it for everything, the features and the capability of what it can actually do, like the real, yeah. the real capability, we forget about that because we're scrolling on TikTok or Instagram or something. And we forget that you have a 4K freaking $4,000 camera. It's amazing. You're just funny. It's funny. You know, the way you tell the story and everything. Funny how. Come here. Come here, though. Yeah, he's crazy, see? Well, he... We like it a lot. It's not bad. I mean, in fact, I uh, even like AirPods. You know, I, yeah. I kind of like... I like the headset you're wearing versus the yeah. AirPods sometimes, like in terms of Agreed. a microphone. And I do a lot 100%. of like, I do a lot of like running um, outside yeah. and uh, yeah, the same. audio going, yeah, the audio going in is great. But then like, if I get a call, it's, it's not as good as like the OG. It's OGs, not as good. Yeah. Yeah. Which, and which actually I, uh, running, I, I've been doing more of the, um, if I'm running inside, I'll use the AirPods. Mm. But if I'm running outside, I'll, lately it's no music. Just, just my breathing and the ground and nature and cars passing by. And 
Um, I, I like it. I still track my run, obviously. Right. Um, but that's, um, but that's it's great. just better. Dude, yeah, I would love cleaner. to get. We're recording, by the way. I just I get right into it. Oh, nice. So I'd love to know more about that because I've tried that before and I hear, uh, you know, I'm a big fan of Huberman and, um, yeah. and, and a couple of, of the experts and, and some of that space. And they always talk about that, especially the breathing with the running and the no, you know, no noise, no distractions. And I'm like, I've tried it and it does, yeah. it's tough. It's, yeah. it's tough it, at it, first. You, you know what I noticed, um, when I wear the AirPods and it, it may be because mm -hmm. I'm thinking about it, I'm actively thinking about it and that's why I notice it. I feel actually a little bit foggy brained. I, I feel like foggy. I, I don't know why. And it might be because I read something or heard something from Huberman. It might be that. <laughs> right. uh, and, and then I'm like subconsciously yeah. thinking about it. Right. But I, I, I just feel a little bit sharper, a little bit more alert. I do agree that if you have music at a certain pace, it can help your run. There's no doubt. Yeah, for um, sure. It, I mean, that's also proven. So you have to find like a balance. I guess it depends on the run, how I'm feeling it. But yeah, I true. do, th I do think without it is beneficial too. Do you listen to audiobooks or podcasts or anything while running? Not, or is not, that... not while I'm running. No. Yeah. I, I, and I've right? seen, I've seen a lot of people do that. Even some legit, yeah. legit runners, whatever that means. <laughs> some, <laughs> some more serious runners, they were saying like, Hey, listen to this uh, episode of this podcast during the run. I'm thinking, wow, I don't know if that motivate me to run. Um, yeah. I don't know if it would. I don't know if it would. But yeah. I, I'm more of a fan recently of podcasts in general. Mm. But we'll we'll get into that and my thoughts on that <laughs> shortly. <laughs> yeah, dude. Right on. Well, well, first, you know, I'll leave um I'll leave your site, your Instagram, all that in the description below so people could kind of get a full cool. bio of you. Uh yeah, but if you can, that, yeah, give us give us the the cliff notes of who David is and yeah, um, yeah. and all Absolutely. that. Absolutely. So I'm Dave, David Kovacs, uh, along with my wife, uh, Angela. We got four beautiful kids. We've been married going on uh, 17 years. Our oldest is uh, 15. Our youngest is four. Nice. Um, so there's there's a nice gamut. Two boys, two girls. Um, we live in, in southeastern Michigan in White Lake. Uh, been been here all my life. Been born and raised here. I'm, I'm the oldest of five. I have a twin brother who I'm three, min three minutes older than. Nice. Um, and we, you know, we've been wedding photographers now for a number of years, I think going on four years full time. Um, oh, prior to that, I was kind of in the corporate world, you know, in the automotive. Obviously, if you're in Michigan, you're somehow connected to the automotive industry. It's, it's sure. inevitable. Yeah. Uh, I was on the product management side, marketing, sales, all that good stuff. Uh, now doing this and it's kind of become, you know, it, it's, it's not a weekend warrior type thing. Now it's like full time, all in. Um, you oh, know, no great. other means of income, if you will. And, and my wife does this together with me when there's, when there's two photographers, but it's just really changed the trajectory of our, our life and our dynamic at home. Um, That's and great. I make it, I, I don't encourage people to go and do photography. I encourage people to go do something that gives them meaning and, and mm -hmm. fulfillment. Mm, yeah, it's beautiful, man. Well said. Talking like a true creator because that's, yeah. you know, it's, it's interesting because you said four years, right? You, you, yeah. So full -time, four years, yeah. four years full time, but how long have you and the wife been messing around with photography? Yeah, not, for? not much more before that. I mean, I, I'd right? say seven, eight, seven, eight years and, and we picked up wow. cameras because obviously our kids are growing up. That's kind of cliche. But it sure. is true, um, I, and I, I wasn't—I didn't have an interest when I was young. I didn't have a relative who had a camp. None of that. Um, wow. But I did—I did meet a person on Instagram um, who they did some night photography. I, I messaged them. Oh my god, that's amazing! I live near there. Long story short, they live ten houses down from me. 
Stop. Um, we, we became friends. He's a Fujifilm professional. He's actually on their, on their team. Um, he's wow. a great photographer, landscape photographer. He gifted me a, a camera, a Fujifilm camera, when we went to Florida, uh, California on our 10-year anniversary. He said, wow. take this, take some photos, see what you do. And when I came back, he just gave it to me. And I think it just kind of went off from there like, man, this is cool. It's cool having a device in your hand and creating something from it. I, I think we get bored. Okay. We get so used to iPhones that it's like, even that, that's such an incredible tool that we don't realize how incredible it is. We just get bored with it. Yeah, it's so true. And, you know, I think because we use it for everything as well, it mm-hmm. it kind of the features and the capability of what it can actually do, like the real, yeah. the real capability. We forget about that because we're scrolling on TikTok or Instagram or something. And we forget that you have a 4K freaking $4,000 camera. It's amazing. On you. I mean, you know, it's there's amazing. I forget which creator it was, but he only does. He's done shots for like uh, Netflix because Netflix typically you want to use a red. Um, yeah. so typically when you're shooting, you're shooting AK or 4k that, and then he, he created something without telling his followers or anything with the iPhone 15 pro oh, nice. and, and then he didn't say anything. And then he did a recap video afterwards. He's like, Hey, by the way, that wasn't a red. Amazing. That was amazing. An and every, everyone, everyone knew him to shoot with a red, right? Correct. And so no they, they one had any idea. To that. No yeah, one had any exactly. idea. So, exactly. you know, when you look, and that's why I asked how long you guys have been doing it, because I think it's fascinating how, you know, eight years ago, if it's a hobby now, four years ago, it's a career for both of you, which congrats, by the way, on that. Thank you. Um, it's now you can openly admit to friends and family and no one bats an eye. Yeah. But, yeah, but it is. Eight, but eight <laughs> years ago when you were like, yeah. it's a hobby. Yeah. If you were to say, I'm a content creator, I'm a photographer, I'm a filmmaker, people were like, is everything okay at home? Like you guys almost okay? un, it's almost unheard of. You you, you rarely heard people. And you know, me and my wife, obviously, because we're on Instagram and we're on um, social media. Side note, Tony, I asked this question on Instagram this morning. When I say the word, the words social media, without yeah. thinking too much, what's the first app you think of? Go. Instagram. Instagram. It, that's the response I'm getting from yeah. like so far it's like a hundred people and it's all Instagram. One person said two people said TikTok, one person said Twitter. Mm. Um, but everyone says Instagram. It was just a thought that I had this morning while I'm having coffee. I'm saying when you say social media, I only yeah. think Instagram. Um, right. I don't think like LinkedIn or whatever, but anyway. Yeah, it's uh, weird. Sorry. In fact, I will say like, if you gave me more time to think about it, I would say the internet. Like that would yeah, be my answer. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. 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 I'm, I'm on Instagram probably too much. Uh, and I think that's why yeah, I think. Everyone. More social media. Yeah, we're 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 yeah. all kind of um, addicted. I know that that word has a lot of stigma, kind of heavy, but I I mean it in an honest way, not in a good way or a bad way. It's just right. we're all, we mindlessly scroll. You know, people taking their phones to the toilets, and so it's like right. it's like kind of mindless and stuff. I we got to yeah. be careful. But to, to to piggyback on what you said before, mm-hmm. um, yeah, to if you would have told people years ago, hey, we're going to be photographers, we're going to be this and that, um, they would have thought you're right. Is everything okay at home? Are you, are you, is it a side gig? Are you struggling for money? All this and that, because that's what it's stigmatized as. But, um, I think that's changed a little, but in fairness, not too much until people see that you're actually uh, doing it. They need to see it. Um, when you're, when you're in the process of doing anything creative at the beginning, there's this excitement around it that people are excited for you. But Mm -hmm. what my wife and I noticed is the more we do it, the more, we actually had family recently, recently forget that we do this full time. She, the, it was a, it was someone in the family, and 
she thought she just completely forgot that we do this full time. And I was That's like, so no, it's been it's been like this for a while. So yeah. it's weird to re re explain to people because it's still not a normal thing. And mm -hmm. you would know that because this is your gig. This is what you do. Right. Exactly. You know, and so you, you know, everything I'm I'm feeling and explaining. Oh, no doubt. Yeah. I mean, even my parents and my close friends, I even had a conversation with my buddy the other day because we were going back and forth and like, you have four kids, so maybe you could relate with this, but sure. um, a lot's changed and I'm 38. So yeah. the education system, probably yeah. room for maybe a different, a different podcast, you and I, but I have very strong beliefs, uh, raising my newborn daughter now, but I never push those beliefs on, on people or I don't. Sure. Uh, discourage people to do anything because sure. you know i i love school and i think everything's great but you know there are like anything there's some opportunities in this country sure. I think that. so we're having this debate back and forth and he goes uh um you know hey this is how i'm doing things with our kids but it's costing me an arm and a leg yada 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 and i mm. go yeah that's that's why we're not doing it and yeah. he goes what do you mean and i go well we're we don't do child care like we both work from home like we're very fortunate that we have this career and he's like, but how can you afford to pay rent? And I go, I go, bro, you have two kids in childcare. That's like a salary. That's an that's annual. The, that's the rent. Yeah. What you are you just, talking about? Like, you I just, just pay, you just paid the girl at, at the childcare. Who's going to be on TikTok and Instagram all day long, watching right. your kid instilling their values on your kids. So yeah. I, I think without, I think even without saying too much, Tony, I think we already, we totally agree. Yeah. Um, the thing is, it, it, you you mentioned about instilling the values in the kids. You didn't say right. anything about, oh, it's time away from them and all the cliche stuff. It's that's the most important thing is the values. For thing. sure. And yeah. um, I just did. I just went down this rabbit hole of um, and this is related to what you said. Why is the school system the way it is? Why are there these weird bells that sound like factory bells? And you know what I'm getting at? There, there's mm -hmm. we. It's all based on the the Prussian uh, Prussian Empire, late 1800s. That's why the U.S. is the way it is. Right. Um, they wanted obedient uh, workers mm -hmm. in a in a structured way to minimize thought, minimize creativity. Well, we um, know my, you know who funded. You know I who don't. funded the education system. No, I don't. Rockefeller. Well, there you go. And Enough he said. and and he has a he has a great quote uh, when he when he funded the education system back in whenever it was. Um, and I'll try to actually find the quote and link it up before I post this. But uh, it was something along the lines of like, I'm not trying to raise a country of educators, or I'm not trying to raise a country of entrepreneurs. I'm trying to raise an educator, or I'm trying to raise a country of workers, or something like that. Right. Was yeah, like yeah, his. Yeah was his his main goal is like if he can raise a country of workers right he wanted to be yeah. the entrepreneur he wanted to be the dude facilitating so i think it, we've the education system has kind of like kept that mentality maybe unknowingly yep. Yep. you know I don't, I don't think there's like one person up there uh, whether it's our government or the education system whoever's on i don't think they're like sitting on top of their ivory tower and saying all right, so we're going to have, you know, uh, we're going to teach them this because we want them to be factory workers and slaves yeah. forever. Like, I don't think that's the case, but I think no. just like <laughs> just like our entire government, really, but mainly just like the president of the United States, Joe Rogan has a great bit about it on one of his stand-up specials years ago where he's yeah. like, <laughs> he goes, if Thomas Jefferson it could come back and look at what we're doing, he goes... 
you guys are still doing this one president thing? Like, yeah, yeah, still yeah. Have, he's like, I wrote the, I wrote that shit. We signed it with a feather. Yeah. Like you're still yeah, yeah, yeah. doing <laughs> the same things. I like and, that. And it's so true because it's, we yeah. really haven't changed a lot. And yeah. the fact that we have run one president running everything and, you know, we just need to like, kind of like change our attitude a little bit with some things. And yeah, I think that's yeah. why just kind of full circle going back to being creators, when people do hear that you have this weird career of being a creator, people yeah. are so stuck in that, like, but I wasn't taught that in school. Yeah. And that yeah. is the power of what Rockefeller was talking about is you, the 8 billion people on this planet, 33 million in the U.S., whatever it is, we were all instilled in this like, okay, trigonometry, uh, yeah. AP physics, like uh, dissecting a frog. Like we all yeah. were taught that bullshit to where yeah. we had to rely on people smarter than us to educate us and right. to also, you know, give us employment. So when someone like yourself is at a party and you're like, hey, man, I'm a photographer uh, and they go, oh, it's a hobby. No, no, like it's a career. Like we support <laughs> We have four kids. We do this. And yeah. it's so mind-blowing to them because we it weren't is. taught that for 30 years. Yeah. 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 And, and we still um, – and now it's actually transitioned into it's fun to talk mm. to people about this. It's not a pain to explain yeah. it. We've uh, we've simplified our message around it, I guess is what I'm saying. I don't have to go into the detail of, well, how do you do insurance? You know, you right. pay for it. It's, it's, yeah. it's super expensive. Yeah. And it's uh, – and you don't need it all. How do I put it? There was another creator who I talked to recently. He's like, yeah, no, we're good. We don't get sick often. So we've risked it. And for now in our lives, we've chosen not to have health insurance. We've got dental. We pay for that, but sure. we're pretty good. And they've been at that for like two years. Now, yep. one could say, oh, it's so risky. It's like, yeah, it, everything's a risk. Everything yeah. is a risk. Yeah. I dropped my kids off at school this morning. Driving that two minutes is probably riskier than me jumping on a plane and flying to Florida. Right. Oh, it's no doubt. Tech, mathematically speaking, it's actually yeah. riskier. Right. Yeah. But we don't. Are you just going to rip? Oh, it's so risky. Everything's risky. So you're just yeah. going to cuddle up and do nothing. Yeah. And um, hey, you, you know what also is risky? Again, same buddy I was having this conversation to because he has health care at a corporate job. Yeah. So do we, by the way, but we pay monthly for it because you can sure. actually do that. Um, yeah, yeah. But he he has his job and he's like, hey, bro, like we we pay for insurance like just in case. And I go, yeah, just in case. But you know what also is risky? You're paying $400 a month for yeah. 10 years. Yeah. Do the math on that. And what if nothing happens to you? You now wasted what? all that money in 10 years. So it's like, right. if you're just That's smart right. enough, why don't you just take that same money, Agreed. put it into like a Roth IRA, maybe put it in the stock market, maybe diversify your portfolio somewhere. So that $400 a month you're spending on insurance Put that in a savings account. Pretend like yeah. you are play, paying Blue Cross Blue Shield. Yeah. And then exactly. in 10 years, if something happens, now you have that money as, as opposed to, like I look at like insurance, even though we do have it, I kind of look at it like renting an apartment. Yeah. Or leasing a vehicle. Right. Sure, you can have the service, right? You're sure. having that vehicle. But at the end of the day, it's not yours. You're not, nah. that's not your money. You're literally renting every single month to a certain amount in hopes that Correct. your house might flood or your car might <laughs> break down because that's what the insurance is paying. You're paying in advance just in case something does happen. That's right. That's so right. exactly it's like, just put the money aside and save it. Right. You know? Right. And the, these talks have happened a lot more now that we're, we're right. in this lifestyle. And, um, 
I know for a fact, I don't think this, I've gotten messages on Instagram. I've, I've talked to people in real life, friends and so on. It has inspired others. And granted, people, other people have inspired us. So let's be clear. Mm -hmm. This is, you know, actually it was, it was people on Instagram that we saw that, that did it, that kind of sparked the idea. Um, and Hey, it can be done. And well, they got a number of kids. It's like, well, people with kids do it all the time. That's right. Uh, one, two, five kids, whatever. I, it's just a matter of owning your life and the trajectory of your life. And that's not cliche. I mean, it, it, life is actually very, very short, very fragile. Mm -hmm. um, and I figure why not do something that you, at, at a minimum, at, that you moderately enjoy, at a minimum. Ideally, you love it. Look, I, and I'm not the type of person, oh, follow your passion. I'm not that person. I'm not. Unless... It, it eventually has to become your passion. That's okay. I'm not that off the bat. Um, right. It's got to make sense. Um, yeah. It's got to make sense. Someone asked, we, we, for Thanksgiving, we got together and the topic came up. What's something, a, a, a job a young person can do right now mm -hmm. that in a short amount of time, he could be a millionaire. Mm -hmm. it, was a, it, was, it was a little exaggerated conversation. A millionaire. I said, without even thinking much, I said, oh, plumber. <laughs> Easily. A plumber. Yeah. He could... If I want, if I need a plumber mm. at my house in two days, I can't get it. Right. I can't. You cannot find There's a plumber. And I'm not talking about a guy to unclog a toilet. That's not what we're talking about. Right. I'm not a legitimate, you know, plumber. And, and, and maybe a million. Like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like re, re, <clears throat> reassembling stuff, re-navigating right. the pipes. And, and, and they, everyone thought about it and they're like, Ooh, that's a good one. A plumber. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't want to be a plumber. They said, I didn't no. Ooh, that's nasty. And I'm like, well, that's what I'm talking about. When yeah. my, when my water thing broke in the back, cause we're on well water where we live, it's a little more country, not, not country. It's, it's a yeah. subdivision, but it's spaced out. Sure. The guy came and fixed it. Uh, um, you know, kind of rough around the edges guy. And he said, oh yeah, it's my business. I own seven trucks. I'm like, wow, I'm surprised to see you here. He's like, yeah, I had a lighter load. But, uh, years ago I thought, man, nobody's doing this job. I'll do it. Now I got seven trucks, 50 guys working for me, and you're about to pay me $3,000 to do this. That's you know? crazy. Yeah. And I'm thinking, oh, dang, why didn't I do that? You know, but, yeah. but again, and he didn't love it at the beginning, but now he loves it. He and built up good a passion. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. So you'll grow yeah. to love it. You know? Yeah. And I think, I think that goes with a lot of entrepreneurs, right? That have that mindset is you, you just naturally have, cause I, I feel like I'm that way with a lot of things. Like obviously podcasting is my passion, but when I was working a corporate job, I fucking, I loved it. You know, yeah. I, I work, I worked harder. I asked questions. I networked. Yeah. I did things nice. above and beyond. Um, in fact, when I was working, cause prior to this, I worked at monster energy in the marketing department for uh, yeah. almost a decade. So, I've heard of that. I've heard of that little startup. Yeah. That, yeah. It's, <laughs> no, uh, they're, they're, they're doing okay. They're doing okay. Um, <laughs> and, and listen, I mean, I never, I, I didn't really drink the energy drinks as much unless like I was at a corporate function and you kind of have to yeah. at that point. Um, but, you know, it's a really fun company, great, great people. And it, it just, you know, for whatever, it didn't work out uh, mm -hmm. between us. But what was interesting about the entire uh, career that I had there was when I was in the sales department and I was driving the van and selling mm -hmm. to the stores and loading up cases and all that stuff, I always did a little bit more. Like I created um, flyers and posted mm. them up, even though I didn't have to. Um, yeah. I, I did like little things like that, and I've always been like that. And then, of yeah. course, as my career progressed and I got promoted, and I, I went into management and the marketing. Even in marketing, I did a little bit extra where I used my camera because I've always been into photography, and I would nice. recap videos 
And then I would send those videos of like the events that we did. I would send that out to the department just as fun. And, um, and then I was like, you know, when I left that company, I was like, "Eh, I'm just, I've been doing the podcasting thing for a while on the side and I've been doing this and that. And I was like, I'm just going to go all in on what I've been doing anyway. So I've been doing this creative content stuff on the side. Um, and I haven't been able to commit a lot to it. So I just decided to go all in and I've, I don't know if I'll ever want to do a corporate job again. Yeah, um, same. same. That's, just, that's cool. Yeah. So when did you know, though, at what point? Um, it, it could have been something that happened at Monster. I don't I don't know. We don't have to get into that. But when did yeah. you know that, like, you're like, I can't do the Monster thing anymore. I'm not doing this anymore. I'm yeah. going to go in all in on this. Because it is scary, obviously, all the yeah. cliche stuff. But when did you know? Was it one thing? And, and if it's something you can't share, I don't, I don't know. Don't share it. But No, no. I, I did a whole podcast on on why I left. And because I didn't really I didn't really leave. It came out of nowhere. Uh, and it actually relate relates to the podcast. And that's oh, wow. how I and that's how I knew I didn't want to be with any corporate job again. Mm. Um, I ended up getting one other corporate job just because the offer was way too good. And then eventually I got laid off sure. because of the pandemic. So wow. I was like, that's when that's when, that's when I'm done. But uh, for Monster, it was actually related to the podcast because I shouted out a company that my buddy owned. Mm. And it was a it was like a tea company. They had tea bags. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when when Monster found out about that, they were like, hey, man, you can't talk about other beverages and i go what like yeah you can't <laughs> no you can't the only beverage you should talk about is is us i go uh-oh that's the nope. most corporate that's the most corporate a, thing i've ever yeah. heard <laughs> i was like we, we got a problem we got a problem here yeah, yeah yeah so and you know this is a decade in the company and yeah. a lot of the practices that i built in my career they started doing and they implemented into their workflow wow i've i've spoken that you know, uh, corporate meetings and in front of hundreds of people talking yeah. about uh, public speaking. They have a sure. podcast now because of me. I started mm-hmm. implementing and pushing that. So like all these wow. little things to where it's like immediately they forgot, oh, this dude has been with us. This dude has helped us with X, Y, Z. It's crazy. I was just a number. And it's not that big of a company. There, there's only a couple thousand people. And yeah. it's just fascinating how I was so close to the top and they mm-hmm. just kind of looked down on me. And that's when I was like, this is a very successful, very fun, awesome company. Yeah. And they treated me like that. Yeah. Maybe I need to. I'm out. Yeah. Because yeah, what, you know, what else is there? What am I going to go work for Geico? Like there's not, you're right. There's <laughs> no, that's the, yeah. that's like the dream guy. You know, I've yeah. always wanted to work at a company that had those values and it was fun yeah. and it was marketing yeah. and it was monster girls. And it was like, it was this cool thing. Um, so the fact that they weren't able to kind of be like, Hey bro, maybe you shouldn't do that. Let's, let's talk on the side, bud. Cause you know, we got history, Tony. Yeah. Yeah. But because it was so, it was so corporate just cutting you off like that. Yeah. When I was at, um, that's when it was for me, the the company pioneer, um, they do all, they have all the DJ boards. So if you go to a wedding or event, it's probably pioneer. I worked at that company, but on the automotive side. So they worked in the automotive side and they have an office here in Detroit. Oh, no. Um, Through that company, I got to visit Apple in Cupertino, California. And, you know, they always say it's, it's don't, uh, the less you know about your heroes, the better, the more you get to know your heroes, the more they disappoint you. Right. Mm. That was so the case when I went to Apple, um, being on site, seeing the facilities, seeing everything, but seeing the culture, the work culture, oh, 
I, I can, I, I'm like, I'm just, I'm glad I own their products. I appreciate their products, but man, you could not pay me enough to work here. You could really? not pay me enough to work here. And that's a, that, and that was years back. That was maybe nine, 10 years ago, but I'll never forget it. I'll just so never, ever now, I would imagine it's probably, I would imagine it's yeah. worse now. I mean, yeah. you hear people about getting calls on their wedding day. And of course, I'm sure that's a little bit exaggerated for, for the internet. I get it. But even <laughs> if there's a, even if there's a morsel of truth to that, it's still yeah. tragic. It's still, yeah. it's still awful. So it's things like that, that I'm just like, you know, I wake up in the morning and the, the person that I deal with as it relates to work is my, my wife, my spouse. Right. Um, she sits, she sits right next to me here in the office and, nice. and we have coffee together and we talk together and we laugh together and we argue together. You know, I'm yeah, you know, yeah. you, you navigate the ups and downs of business ownership and life. Mm -hmm. Um, and we still have one kid at home. So that's, that adds a little bit to it. Sure. Um, that helps. But yeah. yeah. Like you said, I, where we're at now, I cannot see going back to corporate world anytime soon. I'm not, I would never say never, yeah. there could be a good fit, but yeah. definitely not soon. Yeah. And I think I'm, I'm probably, I don't even think I'm able to only because I've talked about <laughs> corporate jobs <laughs> so much and <laughs> trash talking them on those podcasts. I probably, yeah. even if I did, you know, they'd probably come back to me in six months and be like, Hey man, we've been looking, listening to your episodes and we got to let yeah. you go because you were talking shit about corporate America. Yeah. But, you know, I, I also think this is where corporate America is lacking, similar to our education system, to where they there's always this. Again, I know this is a capitalistic mentality that you kind of have to have as a corporation. Sure, sure. But at the same time, it's like corporations now have to rely on creators social media. Yeah. They have to yeah. give in to TikTok. They have to give in to these new way AI. That's another great example. They have to give in to like what's happening. They have to evolve. Sure. So sure. because of that, you have to evolve your policies a little bit. And yeah. I think holding down the reason why a lot of people, especially like Gen Zers, don't want to work at corporate jobs is not because of the hours so much, I don't think. I think yeah. a lot of I think you could argue that Gen Zers actually work harder as well as millennials. They're just working a little bit smarter, and that's weird yeah. to corporations. That and is weird. Cor and corporations like where we've worked before, where they do ask you for blood, sweat, all that stuff, as much as it's important, I think you would get more bang for your buck out of every employee if you yes. loosen the reins a little bit, if you if you let them talk about other beverages on your podcast, yep. if you fucking let them go to their friend's wedding without bothering them. If you yeah. let them clock out at 5 p.m. and not send emails at 5.01, like if Correct. there's if you do these little things, I think you'll get more longevity and more work out yep. of your employees than than the latter. And I think even the study out of I want to say it was UK. What was the four day work week that yeah. they tested? Yeah, absolutely. It, and, and that we just yeah. live. We just lived that we were in France for almost two weeks. And we talked to people there and um, right? it's a different lifestyle. Man, we work yeah. way too hard here. Even as wedding yeah. photographers, we work hard. My goodness. We, we noticed right. so much there that we came back and we were like, look, we all, as a country, we make more. Let's be clear. We make right. more money than that. It's not even close. Like yeah. if you look at the, the, there's a disparity in, you know, average, you know, median income, but right. they don't care. Nobody yeah. cares. I saw the podcast you did with that Italian guy. He said, like, poor, remember poor Italian? Like, yeah. the poor Italians, right? They don't, I mean, they might be poor financially, but they're not poor. They don't eat poor. They don't give a shit. They don't yeah. eat poor. And they probably don't dress poor because even in the way they present themselves, they mm -hmm. do it in a classy way. 
yeah. but we were in France for in, in, and it was the South of France, like Monaco and, and as, and all these lovely places. And we realized that's, look, that's a pretty well off area of France. So maybe it was a little unfair, but we right. noticed little things like they're at cafes. They face the street when they're drinking their coffee to look yeah. at people. Um, cool. we didn't see his people on the phones as much. Um, yeah. so we just saw that where we felt like either these people have really lax jobs or they're just putting more priority on life. Um, yeah. we, you know, we, we brought some of that back with us in the sense, like we're going to be more conscious of it. We're going to not take our coffee to go as much, you know, yeah. um, when we, when we did that the first time in Monaco, they like laughed. They're like, Oh, we, we kind of knew you were Americans, but right. now, <laughs> now it's confirmed because they had to look for a to go cup. They oh, didn't even have one. Like they, they were like, yeah. uh, there were no, rush. Yeah, they don't do that. They're in, yeah. they're in no rush. And we're such Americans that yeah. we look, we bring a lot of good to the world. Don't get me wrong. I would argue yeah. more good than, than any country anywhere, but yeah. we also have bad practices <clears throat> that we're used to here and it's, it's just bad. Yeah. And I, I think, you know, Amadeo is the, uh, is the Italian dude that, uh, a good, good friend of mine. He's been on the show a couple of times. Uh, but yeah, he's from Italy. He lives in Virginia now. And, uh, him, he and I have a lot of these conversations cause it's fascinating to get, um, the perception of like someone from another country that actually currently lives in America because there is a, right. as you said, we are the richest. We are like, I couldn't host a podcast in Italy and be successful. It's right. just not, they, their, their world isn't there yet. And I don't know if right. their goal is to be there cause they're obviously conscious. Every country yeah, is yeah. like. Oh, America's fucking inventing Tesla. Okay. Yeah. Oh, America's <laughs> shooting off rockets and yeah, to exactly. go to Mars. Okay. Like countries know, but Italy's probably sent back saying like, okay, have fun on Mars. Like, no, they don't care. <laughs> they don't about care. That. And 100%. that is, and that is the difference I think is because, and you need the innovation. We need, we need yeah. the capitalistic aggressive mentality that America has. Sure. Because sure. we wouldn't have the iPhone, we wouldn't have space travel, we wouldn't have all that stuff. Um, but also, too, it's like we're always in a rush. Like I had this conversation with uh, my buddy on my last podcast where mm -hmm. we were talking about, you know, cars are only 100 years old. Yeah. Right? Like uh, the, the nation was founded 300 years ago. That's three people ago. That's great-great-grandmother. Yep. Mm -hmm. That's three greats. It's not – Yeah. We're, it's not we're that very, long. Yeah. Yeah. We're very young doing this, like, you know, species thing. Like, we don't. Yeah. But we're in such a rush to fucking look at us. We're, yeah. we're, we just founded the country 300 years ago and already we want to go to a different planet. Like, yeah. what the, f if that isn't yeah. like in a nutshell what America is, I don't know what yeah. it is because we're in, we fucked up this country so much and this, this planet so much in 300 years, really. Yeah, maybe four hundred. I mean, depending on sure. what religious belief you believe yeah, yeah. in, maybe it was two thousand. Who knows? But sure, sure. we want to get out of it right away. Like, dude, we just yeah. got here. We just started. We just got here. A hundred percent. Hundred percent. So you know, weird. Something similar that that um, you know Jordan Peterson talks about, and I don't I don't care how people feel about Jordan Peterson. I think he brings a lot of great to the world. He's great. Yeah, he's great. Um, he's, he's great. But he talked about how do you realize that men and women working together in the corporate space? Do you realize that's like not even 70 years old. It's not Whoa. even a, like do, do the math. Cause we're in 2023. We can call it 2024. That yeah. really just started around the fifties, 1950s, not 1850s, not 1750s. And, and someone said, well, what do you mean? What did they do before then? And he said, they, they struggled together just to survive. 
But yeah. life hasn't even been good here in the US until like 1901. Right. That's when it started becoming decent. Yeah. And it, it, that's connected to what you just said a minute ago. Slow down, slow yeah. down, fella. Like we just started figuring it out as a, as a, as a society like a hundred years ago. Yeah. Like we really, before then life was abysmal for everybody. Mm-hmm. Only now is it, is it, is it great? And, and now is the great, greatest time to be alive for sure. No but, um, but it, it, like, like you said, slow down. Yeah. So how and, does that relate to today's world? We need to slow down. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and also too, I think we, again, we're bringing this into all facets of our life, but you look at like people up top, the problem is we're the consumer. We're the most important. These 33 million people here in the country, we're literally shaping the world. So right. like, if you think about, you know, the food industry as a great example, where we thought milk was a great idea. Now we're realizing that dairy in particular is probably mm. not the best, especially yeah. how it's being treated and thing. So what did we do? We as consumers said, fuck you, we're not going to drink your milk. So mm-hmm. now we have alternatives, oat milk, almond milk, all that stuff. So yeah. now milk companies are like, oh, we need to probably, we need to come out with our own oat milk because that's what's popping right now. Yeah. So we've shifted an entire industry in yeah. less than 10 years. Yeah. So we're literally like, we're causing all this stuff to happen. So we have a lot more power than we think. And I think if we just, again, a good example is you talk about Apple. If we just all stop buying the iPhone for a year, yep. Yep. that would th- that thing would drop to 500 bucks. Yep, for sure. It's all supply and demand. If we just stop buying houses for a second, just relax, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. interest rates would go down magically, right. almost probably yeah. overnight. Yeah. And if we just can control ourselves a little, but no, when the new iPhone comes out, we wait in fucking line like a bunch of jabronis. So yeah. of course they're going to raise the price. Yeah. Why yeah. wouldn't they? If we, if yeah. the demand is so high and we're willing to like not pay our mortgage to get the new iPhone, <laughs> then of course yeah. they're going to keep raising it. Cause no one, that's the problem with the capitalistic mentality is no one cares about the consumer. They care about what we're willing to do. And right. unfortunately our idiot brain is saying we need we need need we need this we need that yeah. we we like to have all the all the good stuff so my my son's my son's assignment that was on the table this morning before i went to school he's he's in second grade so they they do easy stuff uh <laughs> he said what do i need needs and wants one side was needs one side was want but he said need is i need air i need food i need water i need love air food water love right four wow. things uh, and then on the other side, he had wants. It was funny, like a switch, a plate, you know, switch. Yeah, and all. Yeah. But but the needs reminded me, like, damn, this list is actually pretty solid. Yeah, it's it's actually pretty solid. You know, like you don't really need any. The last time I wanted something to to get something, um, I don't know if you're like a watch guy or something. I think I saw uh, an Apple Watch on your wrist. That doesn't yeah. mean you're not a, a watch guy. That's certainly a watch. But sure, um, I like I like watches in general. And, and yeah, good reason. Especially Rolex. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah. Earlier in the year, uh, the brand Omega and, and Swatch, they had a um, what's called, a, like there's a watch called the Speedmaster, very well known. Mm-hmm. And they had a, a Moon Swatch a collaboration, meaning like kind of an Omega Speedmaster, but Swatchified. And and basically there'd be one for every planet. There's a Mercury one, there's a, the cool. Moon, everyone. And then, so I got, this is the mission to mission to Jupiter, Ooh, right? Nice. This is the one here. Oh, it's, so it's an Omega Speedmaster, but it's, it's so I got the Jupiter one. My point is this, in the earlier in the year, when they came out, there were lines out the door at select Omega and Swatch stores around the world. 
Mm. But you couldn't order online. You could people were buying them for because they're two hundred sixty bucks. That's it. Right. And uh, and then reselling them for a thousand, two thousand, three thousand. Yeah. It was like unheard of. You couldn't get it online. I don't think you. I think you still can't. Well, when we were in France, we walked by a Swatch store. I was like, I just want to see if they What's have that? one because if yeah. they have one, I want to try it on and we'll see. You know. And they did, and I liked it, and I bought it. Yeah. But my point is, I wanted this back then, but I didn't need this back then. I didn't need mm. to wait in line. It's a watch. It's a two hundred and sixty dollar yeah. watch that had. You know, you could argue watches are superfluous. They have no pur purpose at all. You can. Oh, yeah. I can just look at my phone. Fine. I'm not that right. person. I like to have a watch. Yeah. Um. But that was not a, a need. That was a, a want, and I would argue a very delayed want. I, I didn't, it was, uh, you know, months right. until I, and, and I never thought about it. I only thought about it when I walked by the Swatch store. When you saw but if we yeah. did, yeah, if we did that about almost everything, we'd be in a better place than we are today. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, you, and, and that's true with everything too. Like I, I feel like we're in, I find myself occasionally too, like, I don't know if you have like um, uh, smart devices like Alexa, Google. Yeah, we got some. So I can't say her name because she's in my office. But so when, when we say that magic word. Because uh, yeah. now that we have um, a newborn, we have Nanit, you know, and we hook that up to our yep. Echo Show, and then it has yep. the camera, so that way we can watch her whenever. So we said the other day, "Hey, her name, show me yeah. Cammy, which is our daughter," yeah. and it pops yeah. up the screen. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's really cool. But you know, for for some reason, I don't know. I mean, we've had her for three months, and it hasn't worked twice. And I caught hmm. myself when I said it. It it buffered and it took too long and didn't show the camera right away. And I go, what is wrong with this fucking thing? And I go, hold on, wait a second. And I yes. called myself. I was like, calm down, Tony. It's, this is a device that is showing you your daughter five rooms away and yeah. it's doing everything via satellite that's coming from the planet above yeah, the planet. Yeah, yeah. Like, just calm down. It's okay. Right, and right, right. I catch myself every now and then having those conversations with like self-talking myself out of it to where, you know, it's, Dude, things are really good. Like you shouldn't. Yeah, amazingly not a, good. <laughs> yeah, man. There's not a lot of things that we should be upset about. And yeah. like to your point of the need and, and the wants, there's not a lot of things that you should want. I mean, it's cool yeah. to have those things, but yeah. it's funny when we when we get those things, we forget about them really quickly. Or like we mentioned about the iPhone, we don't understand like on a daily basis their capabilities and we take it for granted yeah. a lot of time. So when yeah. we don't have it, it kind of fucks with us a little bit because we're so dependent on it. Um, sure. And, and that's why I really like what you said about running without music and, and just breathing yeah. and focusing on it. Because I think if you do little things like that, the only time I do that is when I go in the sauna, which is a very, sure. very important time for me, uh, especially after nice. a workout where it's yeah. like my meditation where I just go in the sauna and I just – I, yeah. I do deep breathing. I, I do – I, yeah. I really just think about the day and sometimes it takes like five minutes, you know, you mm -hmm. get that, that rushing of like, Oh, I got to do this. I got to do that. Like you have to yeah, talk yeah. yourself out of it. Um, but then once you get to like 150 degrees in that thing, you forget about a lot of things. Like you don't, yeah. you don't give a yeah. shit about your emails or your work. You're just, you're kind of like thinking about surviving. Sure. And yeah. then you start thinking about, at least I do, I go into like this really deep stoic thought process mm. Which yeah. is like, you know, I'm just so grateful. Like, we got the baby now. You know, I, we got, I, got, I got the wife. Like, I get into yeah. this very nothing. And then I started realizing, oh, that's my needs. Mm. 
Like yeah, when you're when in you, those, yeah, when you're in those states, you don't think mm-hmm. about the wants, and then that makes you really understand. Okay, so what the fuck am I doing here? Why am I worried yeah. about this all the time? Yeah, yeah. And, well, I I put a video on Instagram where it said I, I was just talking about if you want to know what really matters, just go to like a cemetery, and Ooh. and see what the gravestone read. They never say this was the best Microsoft Excel user ever. This was, they always say like beloved husband, uh, right. loving brother, caring nephew or whatever. And, and oh, no, great. but no one ever, no one, no one ever says the other stuff. And I do, you know, my dad passed away less than two years ago. It's coming up on two years. It's still very fresh and still, you know, mm. it's, it's, I still think about him all the time, every, every week. And I have a folder in my iPhone that says dad, right. With photos and stuff. Oh, that's great. And, um, but if if I go to see my dad at the the cemetery, it doesn't say like, oh, he was so good at like fixing cars or painting, which he was good at. Right. No, it was none of that. It says yeah. lo- beloved father, you know, caring husband, loving husband, and I, I think we we just if if it's any if there's anything that I'm going to care about and like from an earthly sense, I like I want to um, the tools that I use that I have, I would want to pass them on. So for example, yeah. this is the perfect example, like. This camera right here is my current favorite. It's the X100V. It's very hard to find online. That's it's sick. like back order, blah, you know, it looks great, but it's also a great tool, right? I won't sell this camera. More than likely, I'll never sell it. And right. and I'm not saying it'll outlive me because it probably won't, you know, shutter count and things like that. Yeah. But I could easily give that to one of my boys or my oldest daughter. Kind of like um, a memento type thing. Yeah. So in For that sure. sense, I like investing in things in that sense. If I mm-hmm. can pass it down and there, the things that I can think of that fall in that category are like four things or less. I can't think right. of many. That's the um, time That's the time capsule stuff. I think time yeah. capsule stuff is, is really cool to do. And that even goes with, you know, hours, like mm. the, the amount of hours that I spend in a day too. Yeah. Um, again, the same buddy I was talking shit about, uh, <laughs> the amount of money he spent on childcare and health insurance, that same buddy, I was like, cause he works his fucking ass off. He's such a, yeah. he's like, he's like me, how I was yeah. in, in the corporate world. And he's younger than me too. Uh, and he's, be- and he's, he's in the corporate world, right? That's right. And yeah. he's fucking, he's so good at his job, bro. And he's so passionate. Yeah. And so, but you know, he's got two kids, he's got a wife, like, um, he hangs out with his friends occasionally. Uh, he just works a lot, answers emails, yeah. things like that. And the yeah. one thing I told him that really hit me because I saw it on Instagram, as most of us uh, get our, our information, um, it said the only person that's going to know you work a lot is your kids. Mm, I've never heard that before. And that hit me Amazing. a lot because, you know, mm-hmm. you always think to yourself, I got to work a lot for my job because I want to get promoted and I want to do this. Sure. But at the end of the day, the only one that really cares how much you're working is your kids. Right. So right. how how many hours in a day are you willing to say, hey, job, I'm going to give you X amount of hours, but yeah. I'm also taking away those hours for my kid. That's right. Yeah. So it's like it that really hit me a lot. And that's going back kind of full circle to working for yourself, being a creator and um, just finding your passion. It's like, if I'm making 50 grand less than what I would at a normal job, but right. I could spend 20 more hours with my kid a day, right. you know right. what I mean? And is I can that spend, yeah, dude, let's say it it's is. kind of like a no brainer when you have that option. Now, yeah. does that, does that mean you're going to get the new iPhone? No, probably not. Does, yeah. that, does that mean you're going to get a brand new fucking Range Rover? Most likely not. Yeah. You're going right. to have to drive a, a 2003 Toyota for a long time. There you go. But dude, who cares? It is what exactly. it is. Like yeah. what is the most important thing? And when you're, 
when you're faced with certain obstacles, like I'm very sorry to hear about your father. We, we lost somebody about a year ago as well. My, my father-in-law, um, oh, sorry my, my, to hear that. my wife's dad. Yeah, it was, it was rough. I mean, he was a little bit older, but, um, you know, we kind of what's what was going to happen. Now what's but, older. Mm. If you don't mind me asking, what's oh, older, sure. you said he's a little older. Yeah. So he was almost 90. So that's old. That's old. <laughs> so that's, that's old. old. That's older. So that's slightly some people older than say the average bear. some people yeah. are like, oh yeah, he was a little older. I'm like, how old? And they're like, oh, 60, 62. <laughs> it's like, dude, 62 is like, it's like, nothing. I'm, almost, like I'm almost 62. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like we, like we buried my, <laughs> we buried my dad on his 64th birthday. See that's like young. on that. See that's young, that's young right? Me, yeah. And that's it doesn't change it necessarily that it's ninety, like you said, like almost right. ninety. That doesn't. I'm not diminishing it, but of that course. certainly is older. That's right. right? And I, I think the only benefit, if there is one, um, uh, of losing a loved one as they as they're really old, like 80, 90, mm-hmm. getting to a hundred, is you kind of know, like mm. you're you're almost. I don't want to say you're grieving, but. You know, I've lost, I have no grandparents left. So I lost wow. all my grandparents when I was uh, probably before my 20s. Um, wow, that's so surreal you know, to hear. Yeah, yeah. A, couple, a couple of them from, you know, diseases and, uh, you know, like type 2 diabetes and then uh, Alzheimer's. So mm. like I, I, I was, I don't want to say I was grieving early, but like yeah. I, I think, I don't know what's, I'm trying to find my w- right words here. Yeah. There's not a good time, obviously, but I think if they're older, yeah. you have five years, let's say, because if they're like pushing 90 at like mm-hmm. 85, you're kind of like, I need to spend as much time as I can with this person. Right. Like yeah. you're almost already kind of pre grieving yep. as opposed to like, I'm, I'm sure with you and, and like for me, when I lost my grandparents, when they were 60 as well, yeah. and I was, I was a kid, it was yeah. almost like, Shocker. and then it was like, I was like, fuck, I, I, yeah. I should have had, you know, that tea yeah. with them the other day. I should have hundred percent. So you don't get really the time to process things. And I would imagine yeah. with your father, that was probably same. I mean, same. I, so I went for the day he passed, I went for a run and my sister called from when I came from the run and said, you need to come now. This is kind of it. What? And, what do you mean? And what you, you mean? couldn't hear her because you had your AirPods on. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> I'm like, damn AirPods. See that? See I the time, <laughs> the timing of that joke was good because what you did was you full circled it. It was good, yeah, like appreciate it. it, it uh, yeah, that was good. I but, completely um, diminished your beautiful exa- story. No, 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 no it's good. It's it's amazing. And then, yeah. but it, it, it's it's about that. And it's like I, I went there, and and it was like a bit of a shocker, right? With my grandfather, and it hit me what you said earlier. You don't have grandparents. I just realized, damn, I don't either. My grandpa passed away a month and a half ago, but same thing. He passed away at ninety two had dementia we knew it for a while so it was still sad because he came to this country bravely years ago and that's why we're all in this country we're romanian he's romanian we always said he's romanian but then he's got a lot of hungarian in him point is he brave he bravely brought his his kids and family here and we have a better life for us so we honor him for that but when he passed at 92 it wasn't as much of a gut punch as when dad passed at 63 right Um, because yeah. you kind of saw it coming, right? You kind of saw yeah. it coming. But with all that said, um, I want to loop it to this. I, I don't, I'm not against the corporate job thing. I don't think corporations are evil. I'm against yeah. what I'm against. And this is tying into the life and death thing. I'm against people doing jobs 
that make them miserable for a long amount of time and never mm. doing anything about it. That's what I'm against. Mm. I don't think Monster's evil. I don't think Apple's evil. I don't think, right. well, maybe they, maybe they are, but <laughs> no, I don't, I don't think, I don't think they're inherently evil or it's evil or bad to work for them because right. you can wake up and do an office job and do noble work. A for lot sure. of people do that every day. I'm for not sure. against that. I'm against doing it over and over and it's killing you. And I'm not talking about necessarily physically, but it will eventually. Yeah. But I'm saying emotionally and mentally, I'm against yeah. that. I yeah. because you say, well, what if I don't do anything? You know, nothing. I know, but if you don't do anything in five years, guess what? You're going to be five years older, and yeah. that's hard yeah. to do things five years from now. Like you might be in worse condition physically, mentally, emotionally. No the doubt. time is now to start navigating away from that. Right. No doubt. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's also your your full potential. That's one thing I realized where uh, a corporate job was holding me back because I just I do have that entrepreneur mentality and I do. I wanted to do something else. And I think you just have to kind of identify with that. And that is the hard part. Right. Of course. But I think it's harder to identify it when you are slaving away because yeah. there there becomes the pressure of like, well, you want to get promoted so you can make more money, but then, oh no, that means I'm going to have to be at that job for 10 more years. I'm yeah. going to retire there and 401k there. And you yeah. know, what am I going to do? I'm at pension and all, and you're always thinking so far ahead, but little do you know that your corporate job is not thinking that far ahead with you at all. No way. I never, wow. I never heard that before. What a, what yeah. a great insight. That's good. I mean, be lucky if they know your name, you know, it's, it's, so you're thinking so much for them from a long-term standpoint, they're not even thinking about you tomorrow. And no. there, there's a great quote, I forgot who said it, but they said uh, having a job anywhere, having a job is a two-week contract. They pay mm. you every two weeks. That's it. Yeah, I love that. They can, they can let that. you go any moment for yeah. any reason. In fact, when I did get let go at that job, I looked back at some of the contracts because how they let go of me, I was like, there's no fucking way they're going to get away with this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take them yeah, down. Yeah. I got a yeah. lawyer and everything. And we looked yeah. into the agreement. The agreement I originally signed a decade ago yeah. essentially said, legal mumbo jumbo, essentially said that if I wore a red shirt mm. and they only gave out black shirts, I could get yeah. fired. Wow. Like I said, it didn't say that in the agreement, but how yeah. they worded everything, yeah, it pretty much and said, listen, man, they can let me go for whatever. It, that's wild. It doesn't matter. And That's I, wild. Would, I would imagine a lot of companies, probably 90% of companies have mm -hmm. a very similar agreement. And, yeah. you know, with this day and age, there's there's so many things that kind of get like looked at. I mean, you're under a microscope, especially with social media, all the time. I mean, I've heard of yeah. people get let go of jobs because of something they posted on Facebook. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, you know, it wasn't like a controversial thing, but if it was a political or religious ideology, mm -hmm. a company could let you go for that. And that's kind of fucked crazy. up. It's crazy. That's kind of fucked up. Crazy so, times. you know, why would you invest into so much into one company um, when they just don't care about your beliefs? They don't care about yeah. your values or, or what your goals are or your family for that matter. Right. Because, you know, they they let they let me go for no reason, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I had a kid, I, I had a kid on the way and wow. I got a wife. Yeah. It's like, you know, you're not even thinking about that. Like you just press one button and that's it. It's like, that's crazy. Yeah. I have a, I have a friend who got let go, uh, this week laid off. And again, just corporate speak, it's nothing that they did. They sure. were, they make re reductions to the staff because of 
well, we want to align our strategy to the future and all the corporate talk. It's like, yeah, but bro, you didn't like Christmas is in a month. Of course you didn't think that you didn't. I'm not talking about Christmas gift giving and buying. I'm just saying the time of the year, it's tough to be let go. It's tough to look for another job. They never thought of that. They never thought of that at all. Yeah. The Um, mental, the mental health aspect of it too. That's a big thing where you're surrounded by loved ones. You're eating dinner and you know, you're like, you're the only unemployed one now. It's like, yeah. and then you have to like, it sits with you during that dinner. Yeah. Like I've been in that situation. Yeah. It's not a cool, sure. it's not I a have cool two. situation. I have yeah. two where I was, I was out of work for, I remember it was three months. It was three months exactly, like 90 days. And then I started working again on one of our anniversaries, the corporate job. And I, I, I did feel such a relief, but I knew the day I started, this was years back. I knew the day I started that. I said in my head, man, long-term, this ain't it. This ain't the jam. Now, hmm. I didn't have the corporate or the entrepreneurial mentality as much as I do now. And listen, sometimes you don't have the corporate, the entrepreneurial mentality until you have it. You don't yeah. have it until you have, oh, I'm not a runner. So freaking run. Right. Learn to be a runner. Oh, I'm not, I don't do, uh, I don't lift. Well, lift. Like I have, a pull, I have a pull-up bar on, at a doorway I walk through sometimes. It's in the basement, so I don't walk through it as much as I should. But when I'm down there getting something, hmm. do a few pull-ups. Oh, I'm not used to doing pull-ups. So do pull-ups. <laughs> like do the things that, you know, and that's the same thing what I say to people with corporate jobs that dislike their jobs and maybe they want to do something with some other creative. Okay, so just start doing it. I don't yeah. I don't know what that means. Even on the um, side, just do it. Even on the side, you know, it might right. not. Like you have to ask yourself long-term, okay, can it make money? But that's not the first thing you should ask. Mm-hmm. That's not the first thing. People, I, I do get questions from people in person. Okay, Dave, if you're so smart, well, what's the first thing? Well, how do I, how do I know what I'm good at? Well, right. I, and I would say this, if you can talk about it for 30 minutes with no notes, no iPhone, no internet, you're probably knowledgeable enough to do something with it. I don't know That's what that right. means, yeah. but I can talk about cameras and wedding photography without anything for more than 30 minutes. I can do it, right? Yeah. Um, so that's it goes, that goes, it, yeah. yeah, that like, that's a practical starting point. Like, For sure. Pe- yeah. like I can't, I can't talk about how to, uh, how to give a fade, a haircut for 30 minutes. Like right. I do it all the time. I'm going with my boys today. We make it a monthly thing. Nice. I do it with my boys all the time, but I, I take them somewhere. I can't mm. speak to how to do it. I think I can, right. but can I do it enough to start a barbershop in two weeks? Probably not. So I'm not yeah. going to go that route. Yeah, that's right. right. That's right. Um, and you know what? What's cool, what's cool about what you said too is, if you do know what that passion is, the best way to do it is just to start to try it. And yeah. I always related to like just throw everything up against the wall, see what sticks. And 100%. that's exactly how I did this podcasting. To where there were so many things, man. I started a YouTube channel, and I did yeah. like this thing that I called uh, uh, Tony Talk. Oh, cool. I like Where that. I was like, like yeah, 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 but it's cool. What, what's funny is I didn't even think about this subconsciously, but it took me a long time to get there to start yeah. a YouTube to do that. And then eventually I did a blog and then I was like, you know, I'm going to I'm going to start like a podcast. I'm going to start a podcast. And then eventually it kind of morphed into it. But it was me testing the waters of different things to try. Yeah. Um, and then here's what's funny is uh, maybe like a year or two ago, my father converted a bunch of VHS tapes two CDs, mm. which I have now converted to USB because it's 2023 yeah, done. Exactly. So, but I converted all that stuff. And it turns out when I was like 12 years old, I had like an old school camcorder, like a, a big boy VHS. Yeah. And I would go into the mirror and wow. I would video myself. Can you guess what the name of my fictional talk show was when I was 12? Oh my God. Tony Talks. Tony Talks. 
amazing. And that's, and I did not even, I wasn't even thinking about it. Like, like if I didn't, if I had just been talking to you for 40 seconds now and I heard that, (laughs) I'd call total BS, right? I'd be like, what a scam. This is just a, but that's legit. I can, I know because you're not lying. I could tell by your voice, but that's surreal. Yeah. That's surreal. Like, and you know, I'm not, you know, I'm not lying because when I do a vertical clip of this, I'm going to go ahead and throw up a video because I have all the video and I'm gonna throw up a video of Tony with Tony. There you go. It's amazing. It's amazing how that happens. And you know, I think sometimes like that's the problem. We talk about school and corporate jobs. A lot of times like that, whatever we want to do, our passion, what we're good at just kind of gets like pushed. Yeah. And it gets hidden. Yeah. And it takes you having the balls to just stand up and and try something new. And then eventually I think that passion kind of comes back up because we all have it. Like we all wanted to be, you know, firemen or policemen or cowboys or Indians, whatever it was when we were a kid. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about like when you're going to school and you're daydreaming about what career path you wanted. Yep. Yep. You're not able to pursue that. Not because you're not given the opportunity. It's because you're stuck doing one thing and you're so good at something else, but you just got to try it a little bit. Once you try it, you know, you're going to get good at it. Yep. Yep. And listen, and you can make the money. And eventually, mm-hmm. if you want to buy the Range Rover, buy the, you know, I, I, like for sure, again, that's not, I don't have the Range Rover. I have a Ford Edge, but I'm saying <laughs> if, if that's where you want to go, have at it. Like right. I'm not knocking that. I'm just, I'm knocking the idea of never trying, yeah. never freaking trying. Like yeah. I just want that to die. I, I want you to try it, whatever it is, and just see what happens. But I'm not talking about for like a day or two. I'm not talking about a week or two. Really try. Yeah. Really grind it out because I learned from people that were far better than me at photography. Oh, yeah. Um, where I saw the gap was they weren't good people, people. Mm. They can adjust. They could tell me technically how to shoot. But man, you weren't that great with couples. Yeah. You weren't that great with the mom of the bride. You weren't. And that's right. We saw a gap. And that's that's a different conversation. That's more yeah. of a people thing. But just try it because you never know where it'll go. Yeah. And also, too, on that point, a lot of people th- don't try things because they think things are saturated. Um, oh, I run, I, I run into that a lot. Like, uh, cause I'm also a podcast coach. So I help people. Oh, that's cool. Like from conception, like logos yeah. and, and then oh, literally that. coming up with the idea of, uh, editing and producing the podcast, cutting up vertical. So I do all that stuff. And a lot of times when people ask me like, you know, I had this idea for like a podcast, but there's like, there's like 10 others out there. And I go newsflash. There's 2 million podcasts right now. Oh my God. Who who cares? Yeah. Who cares? (laughs) And not only that, but out of those 2 million, only about 80% of them make it past episode 10. Oh wow. I didn't know. Because people quit. People don't do a podcast. You know, the, the, why do you think you hear about Joe Rogan and Russell Brand and Jordan Mm -hmm. Peterson and Jocko Willick and like all these podcasters, Huberman Mm -hmm. lab, like all these guys, the reason they're so successful is because they're putting out content constantly. They're putting yeah. out podcasts constantly. And that's yeah. how you have to kind of treat everything as like, just because it's quote unquote saturated, there's mm-hmm. only one Andrew Huberman. There's yeah. only one Joe. Like everyone starts with zero followers. Everyone starts yeah. with zero dollars from their passion. But yeah, if you just Agreed. keep doing it, you get good at it. You can monetize yeah. it. You just kind of fucking yeah. do it, man. Yeah. Good. Kudos yeah. to you. I, you. You also have a good cadence with your podcast. Like the way you speak. The thing that kills me is when I, I get on podcasts and this, the again, this might be nitpicking and people who hear this or see this might be like, what's this guy talking about? 
the reason I want to listen to a podcast is because of the pace and tone at which they speak at. Mm. I cannot stand when they're mumbling for their thoughts. They haven't. The worst is when the podcast host asks the guests a question Ugh. that is is totally not out of left field. It's yeah. a totally like fair, you know, based, right. realistic question. And they struggle to find an answer. I'm like, did you not know that maybe he might ask that? She might ask that? Like, yeah. that's why you're on the podcast. That's, that's right. why you're on. That's why you're talking to them. It's like, like a shock we, that that question came yeah, up. Yeah. <laughs> and, and they go, well, I haven't really thought about it. Well, what do you think about? <laughs> like, what are you thinking about? Like, it's yeah. part of who you are. Right. Yeah. So like we've we've talked about work. We've talked about family. We've talked about photography. And because these are things that I am, that I love, that that you love. Right. Mm -hmm. Um so yeah. I, I, that's the thing. So kudos to you because you keep it going nicely. Thanks, man. Like, like you, and, and that's not, that is not easy. I yeah. think people have all this idea of being a podcast. And I even said on an Instagram story months ago, I said, I feel like starting a podcast because podcasters are annoying <laughs> and they don't speak at a pace that I would want to listen to, yeah. you know, and they, um, the, the, the guests they have are not, they can't keep up with them where yeah. the, maybe the podcast host is excellent, but the guest is like missing the mark. Yeah. I'm like, man, did you not know that they would ask that? Like I watched your videos before and I'm like, okay, I gotta, I gotta be me because he, he brings energy. I gotta bring yeah. some energy, right? You're doing a great um, job. No, yeah. I'm just saying like, it's, yeah. it's just, it's the disparity I see. I'm like, and this is where people, it's just self, it's a combination of self-awareness yeah. and, and, and excelling to be better. People lack right. those things. Yeah. And I think yeah. I learned a long time ago. I mean, my first episode was garbage, uh, but now I'm on like 200 something episodes. But I, I think I've been a conversationalist for so long. Amazing. Um, you know, I always tell people when they are scared to start a podcast, I go, the problem with like people wanting to start one or even listening to podcasts, as you alluded to, you're 100 percent right, where a lot of people you could tell it's forced. They're yeah. interviewing people. Um, I. I forget what podcast I was listening to um, that was decent, but I was like, Ugh, I wouldn't do it that way. Um, yeah. Oh, it was uh, What Now with Trevor Noah. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. It's, it's, and I love Trevor Noah. I think he's great. His first podcast was with The Rock. He just started uh, mm. the Spotify podcast. It was good, um, but I knew he wrote down the questions. Not that there's anything wrong uh, with that. There, okay. There's a lot of podcasts. Yeah, that's, fine. That, that's fine. I get yeah. it. And, you know, yeah. maybe his publicist with The Rock, because, you know, they asked about like um, uh, The Rock's um, and Oprah's Hawaiian, the People's Fund or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you could Touchy. tell it was like, yeah, but you could tell it was like, they fucking yeah, they needed yeah, to that was, plant that. So yeah, that way yeah, The yeah. Rock could fucking sell it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. And, you know, again, I get it. I, I understand yeah, yeah, yeah. it. It's a, it's a big million dollar production podcast. But then I also look at like I started a podcast not to monetize, not to ask questions. It was mainly to talk to people that I mm. wouldn't be able to talk to and learn something from. Like that's the only reason I started the podcast. And my very first episode was my buddy who me and him were personal trainers before. And now he's an actor out in L.A., very successful. Oh, very cool. And I talked to him only because I was like, I kind of always wanted to be an actor. Let me learn about it. Yeah. And that, that was it. That was episode one. That's cool. So. That's that's the reason I started, and I feel like if you can talk with a group of friends, as you said, for thirty minutes, an hour, with a couple beers, and shoot the shit, then you can have a podcast. Because 100%. to but me, that is the most successful podcast is the one where it's like yep. two buddies shooting the shit, bouncing around ideas. Yep. There's no structure. There's no fucking. 
There's no. no that's why I don't do an intro. I don't hey everybody, yeah. welcome aboard yeah. episode 220. David. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't like <laughs> this is not a talk show. You know, this is yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want to get to know you and learn about your craft and you know, vice versa. Yeah. Maybe we can learn from each other. And that's that's kind that. of the best podcast, in my opinion. I love that. Stuff. Yeah, and that that's 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 what I notice with podcasts because I do listen to them from time to time. And it's all the ones you mentioned. By the way, The Rock was not very good on the Joe Rogan podcast. Joe Rogan made him seem very small. Yeah. He felt, I felt as he was talking, and I only saw clips, so maybe I should go back and listen. Or maybe Don't. I'll just take the clips that I saw and take it for what it is. Yeah, that's what Rogan it was. Because made him, Rogan made him seem very small. And he yeah. seemed like he wasn't, um, he wasn't saying stuff. He felt very like um, small on the podcast. Yeah. And it's amazing the power of the spoken word. It's mm-hmm. amazing the power of the spoken word because you're right. It doesn't matter what you think of Rogan as a person. It's right. undeniable that his podcast is good. And yeah. I think the reason it's good is because he asks questions like you and I would. He yeah. just asks questions. He's like, oh, I think that's kind of dumb. Why do you think that? You know, I mean, <laughs> maybe right, exactly. not that d- but that's yeah. why it's successful. Mm-hmm. And, and that's further proof that long form listening like that is not dead. Exactly. Um, In fact, it's, that, it's, it's not only is it thriving, but I think yeah. we need more of it because 100%. these conversations that, you know, whether it's uh, the school system that we're talking about education or we are talking about maybe a politics, religion, mm-hmm. wars, like all this type yeah. of stuff, it doesn't deserve a debate stage. It deserves people sitting down and having fucking five hour unedited, yes. no ads. 100%. Like that's yes. what, that's how we're going to move this country and the world forward is forward. having conversations like this. Because again, you know, I, the most, the stuff that I learned, whether it was the creative aspect, starting a podcast, um, uh, productivity skills, like all these types of things I didn't learn in school. I learned right. listening to audiobooks reading books, listening to podcasts, like mm-hmm. guys like Gary V, guys like, you know, yeah. these type of, uh, these type of folks that are, were inspiration, Huberman lab, like yeah. all these guys that I listen to that I instill my daily life lessons. It's through these mediums. And yeah. the, it's imagine if they weren't here. Mm. I personally don't know if I would be as creative as I am because I, I gain a lot of inspiration, uh, not just from a creative side, but also, like health and wellness. Like I've learned so, and I used to be a personal trainer. Nice. I've learned more in the 10 years that I've been consuming health and wellness content than I have my certification. Oh yeah, for sure. Cause I that's mean, more, it's more like real life. Yeah. It's yeah, absolutely. So that's, again, that's I, amazing. It, it's like, you think about like reading a school book that was printed in 1985 versus yeah. you give this kid an iPad and tell him, Hey man, look up everything, you know, we need to learn in the curriculum today. It's yeah. what's better. And eh, the iPad might be better. I don't know. Yeah. 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 yeah you yeah. know, that's and amazing. You, you factor in AI. It's like, I'm, te- I'm terrified. Like, what, what? yeah, I just, I just, do- I just downloaded chat GPT the other day. And, uh, my friend on Instagram said, Hey, ask it to, uh, give you, I'll do the, I'm, I plan. Hopefully I'm doing the yeah. Detroit marathon next October. It said, nice. Hey, ask it to create a, a program for you. Just say, Create me an 18-week program for the Detroit Marathon. It spit it out. Ducked I was it blown out. away. I was like, oh, my God. This is great. Uh, yeah, dude, I'm, I'm a huge fan of AI. I'm immersed in it. And yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll leave you with this with AI. Yeah. Try talking to it. Like, mm-hmm. for example, if you said, uh, I need a regimen for I'm going to run the marathon. 
ask it first, say, I have a passion for fitness. I've been mm. running for quite some time. Um, I, I actually plan to do a couple of marathons in the future. I'm going to ask you some questions. Are you ready? Mm. Make that the first prompt. Yeah. Then it'll say, I'm completely ready. Here's my plan. Go ahead and ask mm. me what you want. And then That's you cool. ask it the, the actual That's question. Amazing. Yeah. Bro, and, and the answer is 50% better. Wow. Okay. So, so, so give it like so a, almost like a pre-prompt, like, like prime it up a little bit. Like talk to it like you're talking to a human. Oh, that's cool. It's that's fascinating. Amazing. I write that's a amazing. lot of my blog posts with that. I, mm, I do a lot cool. of stuff with it and yeah, it's, yeah, it's weird. So amazing. Amazing. But, but dude, we're already at over an hour, by the way. Yes, I know. So, amazing. uh, so thanks for the time. Hopefully it's yes, not getting thank pushed you. too much. No. Uh, but dude, this is, this has been fun. We could probably talk for a lot more. So I might have to have you on in the future. Yeah, I, dude, I'd be honored. I, I do have to say that this has been great. Again, I like this where there's not a lot of prep. There's not, like you said, there's not a lot of pregame jazz. There's not, it's just two guys talking who have similar interests, families. Um, it sounds like lovers of freedom, but lovers of hard work. Cause let me say this too. Yeah. When you do the creative aspect, you're probably working harder than when you had the nine to five. Oh, for um, sure. I'm certainly working harder, but it's way more rewarding. Mm -hmm. Um, I will say even financially speaking, we're doing better. So nice. that will come, that will not come right away though. But I can assure you, whatever it is you're doing more than likely, it will come that you will be not, a, I'm not saying hundred percent guarantee, Yeah. but if you grind it out. And, and you stay consistent with it, like you said, you will also see benefits financially as well. Again, not right away, but it will For happen. Sure. Yeah. It will happen. I, I always relate entrepreneurship to working out. You know, it's a, yep. everyone wants to Just, do a hundred setups and get a six pack like Ryan Goslin. Yeah. It's going to take time, you know, is, but if yeah. you, if you hit the gym every single day and you do what you got to do, yep. you'll get there. You just gotta, gotta have but again, we're talking patience, right? And as, yep. as if anybody's listened to this hour podcast, they understand that us Americans are not patient with anything. So that's <laughs> that hopefully, is the, that is hopefully the, the, the Italians or French listen to this podcast, then maybe you'll like it. <laughs> Yay, bop -a -boop -a yeah, they get um, it. Uh, but listen, man, I'm gonna again leave your social and everything below. But if you can't give uh, your social media uh, shout out your company. Where can people find yeah. you and your services? All yeah, that we're uh, uh, Dave and Dave and Ange Angela. Dave and Ange photo on Instagram underscore between them. But if you just type in Dave and Ange, you'll see us. A lot of our wedding work on there. But you know what? A lot of who we are on there. I, I don't expect couples to hire us just based on our wedding work. If we don't right. vibe as people, I wouldn't even recommend hiring us. Right. So if yeah, we we try to share us, our family, um, and then Dave and Ange photo dot com. Um, and just look, we're, we're creatives, just like probably the people listening like yourself, but, um, that's, that's our life, life, life mission, you know, just try to encourage people towards something more that they can be. You're not limited to your not nine to five and you're certainly not defined by it or by what you do creatively. That's not who you are as a person. It's part of who you are, but it's not it. So, um, that's it. Just, just encouraging people towards that. Truer words have never been said. Dave, great job. You did. Amazing. Thanks, my man. Thank the, you. The so crowd much, is going absolutely <laughs> wild right now. Um, I like Dave, that, man. Dude, thanks again for coming on the show, man. And I'll leave, uh, you know, I'll, I'll send you some email links of, of when this is all going to be up and all that jazz. But thank you so uh, much, Tony. Thanks so much. Thanks again, man. Enjoy the week, brother. You as well. Thank you. All right, man. See you. Bye. -bye.